What's good, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about how to stop abusing yourself through your imagination. What about ism and what if ism is causing you peace of mind, progress, and happiness? And yeah, let's get right into it. So, what about ism? What about ism is about increasing the amount of variables that go into making a decision about something through your imagination, of course. And once you increase the amount of variables that go into making a decision, once you get into a certain point, you have you're putting yourself into the infinite choice conundrum, which states that the more choices you have, the more variables in the equation, the less likely that you'll be able to choose something. Let's say I want to start a company, right? I want to start a new company doing back rubs, a back rub company. <laughs> That's a dumb example, but let's go with it. I got this idea. I want to do a back rub company. And I'm like, hey, I need this. I need this and this and this. And these are essential things that I need, right? And then in my imagination, I'm like, oh, my God, what about this? What about this? What about this? <laughs> what about this and this and this? And eventually, I'll never get started because now I've increased the amount of variables I need to get started from five, a location, a lease, some workers, some advertisement and uh, marketing to I need A, B, C, D, E, F, G, X, I, the whole alphabet, right? You need the whole alphabet of things just to get started. And now I'm not going to get started. This can also happen in relationships. You want to talk to somebody. You want to get to know about, about uh, you want to get to know somebody. And there's only a couple things that you got to do. You got to go up to that person, say, hey, introduce yourself and try to start a conversation. Right. But people in their imagination be like, what about this? What if I don't approach and say the right thing? What if I do? What if I don't uh, wear the right clothes? What if my breath stank? What if my my booty stank? <laughs> and they go from like, hey, all you got to do is walk up to the person and say, what's up to 10,000 things that need to happen before they can actually approach somebody. And a lot of relationships do not come into being just because of that. Or if they do get those 10,000 things in line and actually do it, they'll have all this pressure to keep up those 10,000 things because they think they need all those 10,000 things just to have a relationship with somebody. Now I want to move on to what if-ism. And what if-ism is about imagining all the potential things that could go wrong or could have been different. Now there's a blatant, obvious example that Millions upon millions of people are using every day as their excuse to stay who they are, to continue doing dysfunctional behavior, to not get the job, to not approach the girl, to not do anything, right? And this is, uh, I was abused, and because of that, I can't do X, Y, Z. And what they're saying is, if I would have, if this variable would have changed, this one variable, my whole life would be different, and it would allow me to make different decisions. And they spend their time mourning and imagining who they could have been had something been different. It's a waste of time, man. Let's say someone feels bad about not having great parents and they spend all their time thinking about how they could have had great parents and what that would have done for them. Instead of taking that energy and applying it positively and becoming someone who became great despite that childhood or having negative issues with their parents, they ruminate and imagine and allow themselves to be defeated by them. If this was a investment scenario, you would make an investment and then you would like, you would stalk yourself, stalk your imagination for all the potential things that could go wrong. Like, what if the government does X, Y, Z? What if this person does that? What if this person says that? And it goes from just, hey, I have all the required things to make this decision. Let's go ahead. To, oh my God, what if this comes up? What if this comes up? And now you have to solve ten thousand problems before you make the investment or keep the investment. What about ism? And what if ism are very similar things. And as a general principle. For myself, that I recommend for everybody, of course, is that do not worry about stuff that you cannot control. If there are 
the variables in my whataboutism scenario, there's the things I can control and the things I can't control. I can say, hey, I need this and this and this to get started. These three things I need to get started. I am in complete control of those things. Let me go ahead and attack those things. But whataboutism is like, oh my God, but what about this and this thing that I can't control and this thing that I can't control and this thing that I can't control? And it paralyzes you and it, you know, it ruins your potential. And what if ism is very similar? It's about imagining things that could go wrong. What if this happens? What if that happens? Things that aren't in your control that could happen. And therefore, you try to prepare for things that haven't happened yet. And you waste a whole bunch of time and energy. So, yeah, don't worry about stuff that you cannot control. And I want to give you a couple of things, two major things that I see people wasting their time on, wasting their energy on. Because you only have so many calories and hours, which I'll get to in a second. But people are wasting a shit ton of time on politics, for example. I have no idea what's going on in politics. There are wars that the United States is in that I don't know about, that I'm not concerning myself with. There's people down the street doing stuff that I don't know about. I don't, I don't have the energy to care about. But let's stick to politics, right? Which is a variable that you cannot control. You cannot vote for the wars to end. You can't vote for the wars to start. This is the stuff that happens. It's just these powerful people doing what powerful people do, which is destroy, steal, and all this stuff, right? people are investing so much amount of their time and energy into this stuff that they are legit stressed the fuck out they're like what if the government does this what if the government does that what if what about what if what about what if (laughs) Uh, i'm laughing but this is freaking sad and it's freaking terrible and we're losing a lot of potential because of this people wasting their time and energy on politics all the stuff they can't control is increasing stress in their life and you know stress isn't just contained to one thing you have stress about your relationships it's fucking up your money, your ability to go make money. It's, your, it's messing up your ability to go make new relationships, to do cool things, to have healthy, positive experiences. People spend all this time imagining what the government is going to do about XYZ issues, and they're allowing all these variables to get planted to their mind that they have to solve before they can take progress and make some progress on whatever they're trying to do. And of course, you take, all, take in all these variables that you cannot control and think about all the what-ifs and all this stuff, right? And you become helpless. That's the only option you have. <laughs> All these millions of variables that you have no control over, it'll make you helpless because you only have certain things that you can focus on. If you add all these things that you can't focus on into your equation of having success or having a family or this or that, what the politicians are doing, then you have no choice but to be helpless. Because, of course, you cannot solve a million variables. You got five variables that you can control, and then you have a million variables that you can't control in your mind. It'll feel like that even if you did all you can with the five variables that the other million variables are going to take over your life and alter your experience. And by accepting that, you're allowing it to happen. So the people who are focused on whatever the government's doing, the stuff they're doing, they have all these variables. And since they think that they have to solve these variables before they can make a decision or set a goal or have a relationship or make an investment, then they won't make the investment. They won't get the relationship. They won't get the job. They won't set the goal. They won't get to the goal because they accepted that as true. And therefore, they... They're out of the marketplace. They're not going to get that relationship. They're not going to accomplish that goal. And politics is like an offshoot of this other general thing that people worry about that they can't control, which is other people in general. I can't control that you listen to this podcast, so I'm not going to worry about you listening to this podcast. Millions of people aren't listening to this podcast at this moment, and I can't do anything about that, so I'm not going to worry about it. Well, I can make a better podcast. I can promote I can try to get on other people's podcasts and cross-promote their podcasts on my podcast. You know, all the stuff that I can actually control, I can do that. But outside of that, I have no other options. So I don't worry about things that I cannot 
control in that way. I go outside. I do what I have to do in the world. And people look at me a certain way. I can't control that. It doesn't matter if it's positive, negative, or neutral, indifferent. I go out in the world. People are going to look at me a certain way. People are going to talk to me and assume a certain thing about me. I can't control that, so I'm not worried about it. As long as it's not going to directly affect me, like if there's no violence involved, then I don't really give a shit. Now I want to talk about economics. Two economics principles that will save you a lot of money. It'll save you a lot of stress. It'll save you a lot of calories. It'll give you peace of mind, progress, and happiness. And these two economic principles are opportunity cost and the sunk cost fallacy. So opportunity cost, you're probably familiar with. If you're spending all your time worried about politics and what other people are doing, aka if you're focused on what about ism and what if ism, you're putting all these variables that you cannot possibly control onto yourself. You're paralyzing yourself from making any decisions and making progress and having happiness. And the more you spend time doing that, the less time you can actually work on the variables that you can actually control which would actually get you the progress and the happiness and the fulfillment and the peace of mind. You only have so many calories. You only have so many calories, man. And you only have so many hours of the day. So I think you're best served by focusing on the variables that you can control. But of course, there are people who are going to want to stay in politics and care about what the politicians and the other people are doing and saying and thinking and assuming about them. And they can do that and they'll waste their lives and they won't make any progress and they'll they'll feel good about knowing about politics and being informed about politics, but it won't have any peace of mind or progress or happiness. So it's a cost. It's an opportunity cost. You focus on what you can actually do something about, and you have a chance to happiness, progress, and peace of mind. Or you focus on the stuff you don't have any control over. You have a lot of stress. You halt your progress. You destroy your happiness. And all this results in lower health and a lower quality of life. And the next thing is the sunk cost fallacy, which states that the more that you invest into something, the more that you're likely to stick with it because even if it's not good for you, you don't want to give up on all the stuff you invested in. Let's say we're in the desert, right? You're in the desert and our plane just crashed and me and you are headed trying to find an oasis, right? And according to our map, we crashed just two miles away from the oasis. We just don't know which direction it is. It could be north, it could be south, it could be east, it could be west, northeast, southeast southwest northeast or northwest right and i'm like hey man i'm going south i think the oasis is south from here that's where i'm going and you're like ah i'll go i'll go north if if i make it to the oasis that means you die if you make it to the oasis that means i die and the sunk cost fallacy excuse me the sunk cost fallacy will state that you'll go two miles in the direction of north and you won't see the see the oasis but you'll hold out hope that the oasis is there and you'll keep going because you don't want to give up on all the progress that you made walking these those two hours in the in the hot sun in the desert. So you keep walking, you keep walking, but the oasis isn't there and you die. Me, on the other hand, I took my two miles, I calculated my steps, I took, I don't know how many steps are in the mile, but whatever that amount is, I took those steps and I saw the oasis and I got the water. So the sunk cost was worth it. The trouble comes when you're the other guy going north when you should have went south. You go north, you invest two miles, and you're like, damn, I already invested two miles into this. Let me see if there's something in the next mile. And then you're like, shit, I did three miles in this direction. No water, no oasis yet. But damn, it could be just a few more paces away. So you do it again and again and again. And the longer you go down the road, even though it's proven to not be um, worthy thus far, you'll keep going anyway. The trouble is having the discipline to turn around and realizing that you sunk all this these calories and hours into going 
north to the oasis when it's not there and having the humility to turn around and go in the direction of the oasis. Yeah, man, that's all I got for you, man. Your imagination can ruin you. What about ism and what if ism increases the amount of variables that you need to make decisions in relationships and investments and pretty much everything that you can think of. And the more variables that you accept that you don't have any control over, the less likely you will make a decision. The more likely you will worry about what the politicians are doing and what other people think. And the more calories and hours you'll be wasting trying to solve all those variables that you can't solve. When you could, just turn around, give up the sunk cost fallacy, and head in the direction toward the oasis where peace, progress, and happiness lie. That's all I got to say, man. <laughs> I know this is kind of rambly. And I say that every podcast, man. I'll be, I'll be rambling. But, yeah, that's all I got to say. And I'll see you in the next one. And peace out.